Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, and it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fans segment here brought to you by the personal injury lawyers, Frankel and Frankel. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one have been in an accident, contact the Frankels for free at 214-817-333-3333 or just go to truckwreck.com. According to NBA.com, the Dallas Mavericks will select Kansas guard forward Grady Dick. Clutch Points has the Mavs as the second best fit for Dick. Dick will likely fall further down the board than number five as he just doesn't have the unlimited ceiling some other prospects do. However, once you start getting toward the back of the lottery, Dick's ability to shoot will become too good to pass up. The next place that Dick could end up, which would be a great fit, is with Luka and the Mavs. Dick could find a fantastic role in Dallas. When Dick does get free, Luka is good enough to find him for open shots. Dick would fit in great here. Dick is good. Yeah, for sure. Really good. That's good. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a good one. We're playing some of our favorite clips coming back. Uh, this is the final show of the year, of course, here on uh, Sean and RJ before we roll into 2024. So we're coming back and playing some of our, our favorite clips throughout the year. And that was uh, Sean just talking about how great Dick would fit in here with the Mavs. Grady Dick, uh, who ultimately he didn't end up here. Glad he didn't because Derek Lively's been really good other than the last two games. So Yeah, other than the last two games. But, you know, with, without Luka yesterday... Uh, give a little bit of a pass on that one because he didn't have a facilitator to get him the ball. He really needs, uh, he he really needs the ball like in an alley oop kind of form. Still at the, at this point in his career, he's, he doesn't have that offensive game. It's better than I thought it was going to be. Much better. Yeah, much better. Than I thought it was. It's gonna a little be. DeAndre Jordan like right now. Yeah, it, a little bit, a little bit. But uh, yeah, I love I love the audio cuts we're going to play. Grady Dick. Hold Which on. one do we come back with McCarthy for? None. Oh, we're not going to come back. Oh. We're going we're gonna to come back with a Black Rifle Coffee read. Baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. Abso. The official. The official. Uh, coffee of the Dallas Cowboys, right? Um, You got a big game this weekend, boys and girls. Texas and Washington. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. did Michael Penix Jr. just ruin it for the Huskies? Man, so he was doing media availability yesterday and Texas's defensive line this year has been really impressive. They've got a lot of really good players there, a lot of good depth. And he was asked about what stood out about the defense. And he said, I'm not going to lie. Their D-line is good. But at the same time, they haven't played our own line. So they showed a lot of great things throughout the year. Their whole defense, they do a great job. I feel like their coach does a great job with their system. And they definitely play, what's the word? They play good ball. But I wouldn't say we're playing the 49ers or the Eagles, so we'll be good. So he goes on. He, they, he asked him a follow-up. They're like, hey, do they look much different from bowl game guys you've played this year? And he said, uh, they have some good D linemen last year. One or two might have left. They were good last year, too. They usually have big boys over there on that side who can make plays. But I don't know. It's a different thing seeing them on field and being in the game. 
You see it on the field, but at the same time, you're watching a game against Texas Tech, K-State, all the teams they play, and I don't feel like those teams have the offensive line that we have. So Michael Penix is basically saying, I ain't worried about those boys on the defensive line for the Texas Longhorns, and I think that's a dangerous thing. I think whenever you start talking about anybody like this, you need to be careful. You got to be careful. Um, it can be taken out of context at times. I don't know that this was, though. That's pretty That's pretty contextually accurate, I think. Um <laughs> And they played last year. Especially on the especially at the college level, where coaches always look for these things. Yeah. That's why the, there's the famous clip of Quinn and Williams is about to speak up and say something about Kyler Murray. And then he stops in the middle of it because he like you can tell he sees the ghost of Nick Saban like standing over him, like threatening him. And he stopped and just goes like, No, I'm not gonna finish what I was gonna say about Kyler Murray. And same sort of thing where Sark is gonna take this into a locker room of Super competitive, still emotionally maturing young men who you can probably get them pretty amped up at the idea. Of, yeah. Listen to this. They're challenging your masculinity, boys. Well, and, and look, Washington beat Texas a year ago today in the Alamo Bowl. Mm-hmm. So they, they they know each other. You know, this they've played each other before. Uh, so this is an opportunity for Texas to get a little bit of revenge. Uh, and play a good team. Washington's a very, very good team. Very, very good. Um, I, I don't know why he would go after the D-line. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, I, I don't think the Pac-12 is known for the defensive lines. Yeah, it's not like, you know, wow, the that Arizona he, he, State pass rush. Right, he's not just, playing against uh, Georgia every weekend. No. Or LSU or Bama or Ohio State's defensive line or Michigan's. You know, he's playing against... Now, Washington has a good offensive line. Yeah, Washington, Washington has a very explosive offense. Washington does a lot of exciting things on the defensive side of the ball with their zero blitzes and yeah. some different things. They're, they're a really fun team to watch. I would just be careful about giving any sort of thing like this to a coaching staff that can then use it on an impressionable young locker room. And that's exactly what Sark is going to do. My gosh, you see the way Ryan Day tries to use things. Um, Saban, they all try. Lanning in Oregon. You remember he he gave that speech before the Colorado game where he's like, you see the way they talk, yada, yada, yada. And he goes like, they're they're fighting for clicks and retweets. We're fighting for wins. It's different. And like got them all amped up. And then Oregon went out there and smacked the S out of Colorado. So you don't want to give anybody anything like this, especially in a game where right now I feel like a lot of people feel like it's advantage Texas. You mean just in general in the game? Yes, even before this. I think a lot of people right now are picking. Like, I, I think a lot of people view Texas as the team that's going to win this. I think so, but it's it's interesting. Like, I, if I remember right, on, on, on BetQL, they they find the, the sharp money versus the public betting, mm-hmm. and the sharp money is on Washington. The Warren sharp money? It's generally scary. Like, it, it, it's and this, this was classic with the Bills. Oh, I don't feel super confident about yeah. the game. But, but the I Bills, mean, Texas is a four-point favorite. When the Bills played the Cowboys, uh, a majority of the tickets, a majority of the bets were placed on the Cowboys. A majority of the money was placed on the Bills. And this is a classic example of the public, when you have a majority of the tickets yeah. on one, but the money on the other, the bets are the public. The money is the professional bettors. You always follow the money. And the money is on Washington. That is a well. The money was on the Eagles last year against the Chiefs too. It was. It was. And, and they, they were, they were dominating that football game. Mm. They they led the entire time. Mm. Did they not lead the entire time. 
Did they, they not? not dominated it? Were they in control? Kansas of that City game? was better that game. Were they not in control of that game? No, Kansas City was better that game. Because the Eagles are mid, as I said for two years. Like, yeah, same thing happened with San Francisco and, and and Kansas City a couple years back. Yeah, San Francisco was in control of that one. They were up ten and, in the fourth and, quarter, and, and the sharp money was on San Fran. Yeah, in that game, and and KC still wound up covering. They still wound up covering that game. Uh, so it was it's uh, it, it's interesting what's going to happen here in in this one. Um, but Texas and Washington coming up Monday. Monday. What are you doing for that game? You be watching that? Yeah, I'll be watching at home. I'm not. I'm not going to go. Gonna I'm, go. Not, I'm not going out to watch it. I'm going to. That's something I'm going to watch at home. Yeah, that's a home. You you don't you don't leave. You don't watch your not team for on very the, intense games. Yeah, no. I'm with you. I can't I'm with do you. It. There, there, there's I'm too many home. peripheral distractions out in public. I I agree. I agree. Uh, someday when my uh, my Vols are in that Final Four or <laughs> the playoff next year next year look sure. twelve team playoff you can get in. Yeah, keep saying that. You can get in a twelve team playoff. Good New Year's easy. resolution. Uh, so next year, it'll it'll happen. All right, the Mike McCarthy Show coming up next. Head coach the Cowboys on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, it is time now for the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan, Mike McCarthy. 
Uh, we'll be joining us here. Uh, Sean and RJ. Bobby is in for Sean. Sean's out. He'll be back next week. And that is brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Good morning, Coach. How are we doing today? Oh, doing well, RJ. How was your vacation, most importantly? Ah, it was wow. uh, it was relaxed. I played golf. I played golf in like 40-degree weather. How was your Christmas? Uh, did you go to Vegas again? No, I did not go to <laughs> Vegas again. That was last year. I Because uh, we're, we're going for the Super Bowl. You guys will be there, too. Uh, um, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah. How was the Christmas? Good? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we had to work. <laughs> no, it was nice. Yeah, it was uh, short and sweet, but, um, you know, obviously with this Saturday night game, so um, we had to, we had to come in and come in in the afternoon here. So, but all was good. All was good. Very blessed. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, real quick, do you have advice for Bob? Bobby's got a horse voice. Yeah, I'm he gone. Lost his voice. I, my voice is shot, Coach. So, have yeah. you ever have you ever come in Monday morning, lost your voice from the game? Like, what have have you ever had any good like remedies to get that voice back? Get the larynx working? Yeah, definitely uh, lemon, lemon weather. Put it in your water in the morning and and uh, you know hot water at night. Perfect. That's always best, best for me. Perfect. Yeah. Peyton, go get me a lemon, please. I, I need to put it in my tea this morning. There you go. <laughs> Coach, uh, you know, you got the Detroit Lions coming up this week, and obviously the, one of the big things that's going to happen is the Jimmy Johnson Ring of Honor induction. I know you came in the league around the time that, uh, you know, Jimmy was was making that transition out of Dallas and, you know, into Miami, and, and the Cowboys had a certain reputation. Can you just talk about when you came into the league your your impressions and, and and the way that you view Jimmy's impact in the league and the way those Dallas teams kind of impacted the league back in the nineties. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, my first year in the league was nineteen ninety three, and that was just really the you know the height of the you know the, the great teams of the nineties. And uh, you know, it, I, when I look back on that era, I mean, it, it was the you know it was the Cowboys and the Forty ers that those were the two elite teams, and and, and obviously. You know Jimmy Johnson and, and and what he did at Miami and, and and frankly just being a kid growing up in Pittsburgh, you know I, I remember Coach Johnson on uh, Jackie Sherrill's staff because that that was a great run they had there. Um, you know the three years of going eleven and one uh, with Jackie Sherrill at Pitt. So yes, um, that that was my you know time. The only time I played against those teams was ninety uh, five. Uh, I was with Kansas City. We came down and played the Cowboys on on Thanksgiving Day. So uh, I've always had great great respect uh, for Coach Johnson. Coach, when, when you're playing a team like the Lions, that they they, I mean, you never know if it's a trick play coming or not. Like, do you have to be on high alert when you're playing this team? Oh, I think like anything more, you know, some some teams more than others. Uh, you know, we we just you know played in the game last week. It was you know similar that way as far as the the number of deceptives. And you know, I think anytime when you you know when you look at an offense that has very high formation uh, variation and shifts in motions, you know, it definitely sets up well for potential deceptives. Um, so, yes, definitely. I, I think that's uh, – I agree with that. Coach, you know, CeeDee Lamb talked this week about this obsession that he has with winning. And I, I think at times some people see, you know, that there's talk at times about, like, when things aren't going the right way with the game, people are like, well, maybe CeeDee kind of has the emotions, get the best of him. But is that something you don't want to temper in him at all because you say, hey, no, that's a competitive football player – who knows the way that he can impact the game, and he just is that obsessed with winning, and so you wouldn't want to take that out of him. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I, mean, I agree with that. I mean, C.D. Lamb is, you know, the ultimate competitor. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see anything wrong with, um, you know, not 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 being happy uh, when you know when the ebb and flow of the game goes the way it did in the 
second and third quarter. So, um, you know, I, I, not only do you know I love his work ethic and you know his ability, but his passion for for winning is is exactly what you want. I mean, um, I, I don't know why you'd want it any other way. Coach, there are a couple of really good safeties on that side of the field uh, for Detroit this week. Melifonwu, Kirby Joseph, two two really good players there. They've got a, an awesome nickel guy who can play some safety there in Brian Branch. How impressed have you been with, with some of those young players in the secondary that the Lions have? Uh, definitely. I, I think the biggest thing is when you see young players come into, you know, come into the league and in, 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 in the way that, uh, you know, Detroit plays the last two years, you know, those guys are definitely a really good fit. For their style and um yeah i mean you know i, I think joseph you know as far as you know they're both active you know back there you know and then like i said the nickel branches is, is off to a good start but that is, this will be an excellent excellent battle for us i know y'all looked at laporta uh coming out of college is, is he as advertised did you see this coming from him this soon because uh, he's been really really solid this year oh yeah no doubt i i think the biggest thing um you know when you look at the you go back and, and, and look at the you know the college tape. I mean, it, it's you know you're always looking at the you know you know you're trying to project you know what's the ceiling on this. And I think you know one thing you saw with Sam was you know definitely in, in Iowa's offense um, you know his ability to run block and and you know he's he, even able to you can see the, the the qualities he had as far as you know, being potentially a pass protector too. But you know the the snaps were limited in in the passing game. But the the one thing that I that I recall was not only his ability to run, you know, run routes and, and separate, but you know he was he was exceptional for a tight end with yards after the catch. So um, definitely, I, I don't think this is anything. I mean, he's having a great year, obviously for a rookie, but um, you know, I, I thought he was a very very well rounded tight end. Mike McCarthy joining us here on 105 through the fan. Uh, it, it's obvious how important Tyron is. Uh, how, how as a coach do you weigh once you've already clinched a playoff spot? resting and getting a guy ready for the playoffs, making sure he's 100% healthy for the quote-unquote important games versus, you know, still trying to win a division, still trying to get home games, still trying to get higher seeds. How do you weigh the difference there? Well, I think like anything, I mean, um, you know, it's it, it comes down to the health of the player. Um, you know, that's that's really usually a determining factor. Um, and, you know, obviously Tyron has, has a long history here, has a, you know, excellent relationship with the, Strength and uh, conditioning staff, also the you know, trainers and you know the rehab component of it. Um, so, you did, like anything, you just you know trust trust the information. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know we're, we're you know we still have more to play for. You know, and, and that's definitely a big part of you know our outlook going into this game Saturday night. Coach, you know Aiden Hutchinson was obviously uh, one of the top picks in the draft a couple of years ago, and he has just been really impressive, really strong all-around player. What stood out to you on tape watching him this week, and and how are you guys going to go about best trying to neutralize him? Uh, I get, I think the best compliment I give him is he's a complete player. You know, I, I think anything you can always tell, you know, one what the coaches you know at the Lions think of him, you know, and that, that that shows up in how they move him around. Um, so, you know, he has great versatility. Uh, you know, I, I think his skill set is recognized. He was the first pick in a draft. Um, but, I, you know, I, I just love his motor. Um, like the way he plays, has great spin moves. So, um, excellent, excellent player. No doubt is this week. This week, does that mean more Deuce Vaughn action? Say it again? With no, no Rico this week. Does that mean more Deuce Vaughn? Yeah, uh, Deuce will be up this weekend. So, uh, you know, we got a plan and uh, looking forward to it. 
Coach, when you talk about Tyron Smith, there we, we talked about the you know potential wrestling. Obviously, he's listed as questionable. How do you feel about how he's progressed this week and 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 his potential availability as well? I'm sorry, you went on on the first part of the. Question. Uh, yeah, with, with Tyron, obviously, we we Tyron. made the reference to to where he's. At. How do you feel about his potential availability with him listed as questionable this week? Oh, I think he has a good chance. I mean, I'm really when I get done here, I'll go down to the training room. So my goal is, you know, if he practices today, he'll be he'll be ready to go so we feel really good about it coach this will be your last chance to uh play a game at home obviously before the season ends you guys have washington next week but when you come out of back-to-back losses like this is there a a certain comfort about saying hey we're going to be back at the at&t stadium where we've played so well as as an opportunity to kind of get your your mojo back i guess essentially uh, i would say comfort comfort breeds complacency i think just the reality of staying in touch with you know, who we're playing. Uh, I think it's, a, in my opinion, will be our biggest challenge at home. And I, I just, uh, you know, I, I think we talked about this after the Philadelphia game. I think a stretch of games is, is exactly what you're looking for, you know, going into the playoffs. Um, so, you know, like I said, we said earlier in the conversation, we have we still have a lot to play for. Um, obviously need some help uh, from Philadelphia, Philadelphia. But, yeah, this this will be a huge, huge challenge for us. And, you know, we need to, we need to win and grow and get better as we prepare for the, you know, the playoff tournament. And when you, you know, there's been a lot of discussion this week about, or, or in recent weeks about, you know, kind of the home road splits, obviously, and, and how, you know, the offense, it hasn't been as good on the road as it's been at home. Have you guys looked at, hey, maybe there's, you know, the, the communication, because I know that's been something that's been discussed this week. Has the communication angle been something that you feel like, hey, we've just got to get our communication to a level like it's been at home? whether it be, you know, with the offensive line or, or pre-snap or whatever else? Well, I think the biggest thing is, I mean, um, you know, based on what you define the level is, I mean, the communication at home is obviously entirely different than on the road. I, every team experiences that. Um, so, you know, obviously the, the environment you're playing on the road too, um, you know, we're so fortunate with the you know, great fan base we have that, mm-hmm. that they show up on the road. Um, so, you know, sometimes – those challenges aren't as big as they, as they could be. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the communication part of it is always going to be a little different. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's about executing in the environment that you're competing in. And that's what we're really focused on as, as far as those road games. Do, do you think that in general we make too much of the the home road splits then? Like, it's, you know, playing on the road is not not, not that easy. Yeah, I, I think so. But I think it's just part of the – Great, great evaluation process of the media. I think you guys gotta <laughs> gotta have something to dig into. So I mean, we get it. Um, um, I, I just have always, you know, taken a pro. You look at every game differently. Uh, I think everybody prefers to play at home. I know we do, um, but it's it, it's it's part of winning. And, and if you know, the think you're going to win a championship, um, you know, sometimes you have to go on the road. I mean, that's been my personal experience. So. Um, I, you know, I, I have no qualms about taking this team anywhere. Um, and that's really part of the emphasis here in this, in this, you know, final stretch of games. So I think they, you know, we, we haven't won the last two, uh, but I think the experiences that we've, you know, that we've gained from the last two games will, or definitely gives us a chance to pay that forward. Coach, as, as we get near the end of the season here, uh, this was obviously your, your return to play calling. How fulfilling has it been to to get back to doing that and, you know, be able to to be involved with that again? And, you know, what have you learned about yourself again as a play caller getting back into this grind? I think the biggest thing, you know, big picture wise, I've learned about myself was, 
you know, quit getting too far away from the basics and, and remember why you're here. And, you know, and, and the play calling uh, component of it is, you know, there's there's no other thing I'd rather do on a Sunday. And um, so, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm joined it personally. But I think like anything, there's a discipline. And being a head coach, when you lay out the job description and responsibilities for everybody, you, you, you always, you know, have the mindset you, you feel like you do what's best for the best for the team and best best for that, you know, best for the team at that time. And, and you know, and that, and I think you know, coming here when I did and everything we went through in the beginning, you know, you know, I don't I don't look back on those decisions, but uh, definitely this is where I want to be right now. Coach, I want to ask you about Dan Campbell. I know when he was hired, uh, the, us us wonderful evaluators in the media. I think a lot of people kind of laughed at his opening press conference. He's going to bite legs off and, you know, nibble at you or whatever. But he seems like a great leader of men in, in an era when everyone is going towards the X's and O's genius. They went uh, with just a leader. And, and and how much of that is, you know, coming from the playing side and just coming in and being able to to, to relate to players? Yeah, I, I think a big part of, 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 of being successful in this league is, you know, uh, you don't want to be a one-year wonder, and you see it happen all the time. Um, you, you know, the best approach is to go in and build a culture and, and build a program. And you know, when the organization gives you that opportunity, um, I, I think that leads for the, the chance for sustained success. And that's the biggest challenge in, in my in my experience of being a head coach. And I and I don't know Dan personally, but I, you know, just from afar and. and and haven't spent a lot of time in that division. I, I think he's done a, an outstanding job of building the culture, and, and I think he made it clear what he was after in his press conference. So, um, you know, hey, you know, you may not agree with the the verbiage or the word selection, but uh, I think he clearly laid out his plan, and and I think you have to recognize that, you know, their football team plays that way. Hey, coach, we really appreciate this. Best of luck uh, tomorrow night. Have a great New Year too. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy right. New Year, Coach. Mike McCarthy, brought to you by Black Rifle Coffee, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. What you take out of that? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. That I need to go get a lemon and uh, bite into it yes. like an apple is lemon. what I got out of it. Lemon. Lemon's great. Honey. No, it sounds like I, you should I'm, have lemon in your water anyway. 
Lemon in your water is great for digestion, for weight loss, for health. Heart, everything. I don't know if it's heart. I have no idea if that's true. If that's true about heart. I was going to say. I mean, if if we're talking about lemon and it's your heart, like if you're a lemon consumer, then that hasn't done you you very well. No one's done. You know, I drink about a gallon of water a day. I never put lemon in it. I should. Do you think that's the problem? Maybe. Do you think if you put lemon in it, then everything would get corrected? I think my teeth would rot. What if you? What if it, when your doctor said no more alcohol, did you ask him like, what about if I only drink lemon drops? Did not ask him that. You know, it wasn't my heart doctor that said no more alcohol. It was my GI. What? That's not even a real. That's not a real thing, then. You don't have to listen. Why? Because it's not the heart doctor. We're worried about but your heart. She's worried about my liver. I have a fatty liver. She. It's a female doctor. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought, I thought well, this whole time it, it, you told the story. I thought this whole time you've told the story that you were now. Why would you just sue the doctor? Because I thought you said oh. your doctor was. That's why. Is your is your cardiologist a man? Yes. Okay, I think that's why. I think I confused. I think we've been talking. I thought we were talking about your cardiologist the whole this whole time. Uh, well, yeah, we have been, but like the the GI is the one that recommended the no alcohol for three months to to get some scans on on my liver. Oh. That's the that's the one. But other than the other than the need for lemon, did you take anything from? Uh, yeah, it sounds like Tyron Smith's gonna play. So I think that that's encouraging. It sounds like you're gonna have Tyron Smith's availability. Um, that's big. And I li- I liked what he said about the play calling there. That his realization is, you know, that it's keep it to the basics. Like like always come back to the basics. What's the old adage? You know, keep it simple. People simple stupid. Yeah, what? keep it simple. Stupid. There you go. Uh, that's the biggest thing that I took out of it is that. He is in a spot right now where I think he recognizes that this offense is at its best when it's it's simplified, straightforward, and you're just able to take advantage of the guys you got. Yeah, it's uh they this is and this is also because he brought up that they're still playing he's still playing for something. The team is still playing for a division title. You all right? The team's yeah, still playing for something. That tea was cold. Oh, man. It was not warm until I spit it right back in the cup. <laughs> you, I thought you were the Colorado Avalanche announcer spitting out a dip no, cup. No, spit. no, 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 no. I, I was I was trying yeah. to, to lubricate my throat there. Okay, very Lube nice. it up. Lube it up. And uh, I, I took a sip, and it was cold, and so I just spit it out because that was disgusting. <laughs> Gross. So he was talking like they still have something to play for, and they, and they do. Uh, and that's the, that's the, the tug of war here is do you. So does Detroit. Detroit still has something to play for as well. They do. They can get the two. They can get the one, actually, right? They they need a San Fran yeah, loss. Yeah, I mean that's unlikely, but yes, they they still technically can get the one because they would need. They just need what one San Fran loss and went out, and they went out. I mean, San Fran could. And they lose. need Philly to lose. No, they don't. If they, if, the, if both Philly and the Lions went out, the Lions are the two. Well, then there you go. Um, San Fran's not losing again the rest of the year, probably. Probably into the, not into the playoffs, but they have two tough games. I mean, they have. Uh, Right? Rams and Seahawks? I'm sorry, no, Washington. Washington. Washington and the Rams. Um, they could lose to the Rams. Rams are definitely going to have something to play for. San Francisco's not losing the rest of this year. I, I don't disagree. Or into the beginning of 2024. I don't disagree. Um, but, yeah, they they absolutely have something to play for, too. Um, uh, they, they don't have to worry about playing for a home game. They're going to get that. 682 says, Bobby sounds like S, but honestly, he sounds better than his normal voice. This is getting good reviews. My Kathleen Turner voice today. Uh, Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think Detroit is better suited, would rather have the two seed than the one from this standpoint. I think they have a better chance of making the NFC Championship game if they have the two than the one. Sure. I mean, yeah, I I could see that. Because I don't think they could beat the Cowboys 
in Detroit. I don't think the, I, I think the Cowboys are. A bad I think match they have a better. I think they have a better shot beating Philly at home than they do Dallas. I think they would rather go through the Rams and Philly at home than a bye and take on the Cowboys at home. Yeah, I I, I mean I think that uh, that's totally reasonable. Way and then to look take your chances on the road in San Fran and uh, you know hope you can. I mean, look, everybody, everybody's playing for second place in yeah. the NFC. Just, you, you, what you hope for is San Fran fumbles the ball a couple times, the ball bounces right into you, and you control the clock. Like Prayer. that's what you hope. That's what you hope for when you play San Fran. I think at this point. Yep. Uh, that's, where, that's where we all are. That's uh, what it is. All right. So there, there was Mike McCoy. What? Where's I, I was going to say? Are, are we going to get into your your what does a fist say about you? I was actually going to go right to that. Yeah. See, like I was doing that right now. Perfect. How do you make a fist? I saw this on the internets yesterday. So typically, I thumb s- outside. Yeah, I I start with I guess it's kind of like a narrow claw until I'm up to my wrist, and then I close a it. narrow claw. Yeah, until it's up to my wrist, and then I close it. Is typically what I do. Is that not what you meant? No, it's not what I meant, oh, Bobby. Okay. No. The biggest challenge is just getting past the knuckles. So. <laughs> I hope you get in trouble for that. I hope you get in trouble for that one, man. That's oh, what, you mean like bad. how do I? <laughs> I that's bad. like this thumb over my index yeah. finger. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> Jesus. There was a, there's a psychological thing. It was fast. It was hard. <laughs> <laughs> what is what happened here? What happened? Um. So there, there was this th- question: How do you do? You make a fist with. Do you put your uh, thumb on the outside or the inside? I've never fist? known anybody who makes a fist with their thumb on the inside of their no, their. I, ha- their... I, I haven't either. You know who has? People who have never been in a fight before. That will break your thumb. A hundred percent. If you try to punch somebody with your thumb on the inside of your fist, you a thousand percent are dislocating your thumb. Not not or, or breaking it. Some, the the only difference I've known is either people put thumb over the index finger or kind of slide it. To the, I've known some people will slide it to the middle. And they'll they'll make a fist with like the thumb between the ring finger and the middle like finger. That? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just put it like right over the right over the right over the index finger. But they do say if you tuck your thumb inside your fist, mm-hmm. you are a natural leader. You think Dan Campbell does it? No, Dan Campbell is just. I mean, he is. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need uh, to put his fist in a certain way to be a natural leader. That guy is just. He just radiates masculinity. Um, but, so, if you place your thumb on the inside of your fish, you're a natural leader. If it's on the outside, you're a master of self-expression. Confidence radiates from Who's, you. Who says this? Uh, let's see. Uh, education platform? I don't know. Some 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 study found this out. Psychologists. Details about your personality. What 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 do you think is the whenever you see these things, some of them are, are silly, some are silly. What is the the biggest thing like this that you actually buy into? Like, oh, if you do it this way, like like for instance, uh, you know, peen sitting down versus peen standing up. Does that say something about your personality type? The fist where do you have any of these where you're like, no, I genuinely think this says something about you? Oh, I I do, but I'm not gonna say it into a microphone. Please do. No, no. I, Please do. I have plenty of those. There's no traffic no, out here. I have, I have plenty. Safe Harbor. What's that? Safe Harbor. No, we're past that. Uh, hey, I have plenty. Space, I have plenty of thoughts of things people do, uh, but uh, I'm not dumb enough to fall for that trick. 
Uh, yeah, I, I have no problem admitting, like, when I see somebody doing I will absolutely judge the hell out of them. Um, doesn't mean I don't like them. Doesn't mean I think what they're doing is wrong, but I am going to judge. We all do that. Oh, I judge Don't try to tell me that you don't. Don't try to tell me that you don't see a car with 87 bumper stickers and don't judge something about oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Don't tell me you don't. You do. You judge everything. You judge a guy with a lifted truck. You judge an old man in a sports car. You judge everything. You judge a mom in an SUV. I once had with somebody a, with a Starbucks cup. You judge everything. I once uh, we were in line at a Taco Bell. The guy had a uh, like wings, giant wing bumper stickers on the back of a brand new Chrysler 300, and my window was down. And I was sitting there with my brother, and I was like, "Look at this moron who would slap bumper stickers on the back of a brand new car." And his windows rolled down, and I guess he heard me, and so he put that thing in reverse and, vroom, and like slammed right into the into me. Because he didn't like me talking about he his bumper He slammed sticker. into you? Yep. Yeah, because I was talking S about his bumper sticker. Just in my car, but he heard it because I said, look at this idiot. Which, to be fair, I guess it made me think, like, what kind of a guy slams his brand new car into somebody else's car? And I was like, probably the same one who damages it with angel wings on the back, like a moron. Okay. But, yeah, we absolutely judge. I have no problem say, admitting that, but I'm not... Uh... I'm not going to say what it is. There's no no chance of that one. All right. So, anyway, if you make a fist on the inside, you're a leader. Thumb on the outside, a master of self-expression. We've got another playoff team in the National Football League. Well, the Browns and the Lions in the playoffs for the same year. We got it. I want, that's, your, that's, your, that's your task. Find out the last time the Browns and the Lions have the playoffs the same season. No oh, gosh. Yeah. Good luck with that one. Next to the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.